Welcome back to the Monday, May 25th rendition of the Bosque County Blast. Hope you all had a great Memorial Day weekend. We're back this week with the news of what's happening across Bosque County. In today's blast, we'll look at a recent parade honoring Clifton senior students, upcoming events and news briefs, and the story of domestic abuse and COVID-19. I'm Art Devitalis. And I'm Cynthia Davis. The Clifton Cubs received a strong show of support at a recent graduation parade honoring senior students Friday, May 22nd. To the surprise of some seniors, the turnout was huge, according to sources on scene. Teachers, community members, and parents lined the streets to remind those classmates that hadn't seen each other recently that they were not forgotten. We go now to correspondent Jess Hauser, who joined in on the celebration. Clifton Main Street organized it. Angela Smith and all of the high school seniors, they got in their cars and decorated their cars like some of them were all out. When the seniors were lining up, they were just really excited and ready and they were all trying to find their spots as fast as they could. It was kind of hot, so that's probably part of it. But they were just so excited to see the support that the town had for them. And then when they finally got to the parade part, I think they were just astounded by the support. I don't think they expected that much, and they they really enjoyed it. And the parents and family members, I don't think they could have asked for more. I think it seemed like they were very excited. Well, some of these kids were born during 9-11. Like, one of those signs I got a picture of is born during 9-11, graduating during a pandemic. Though seniors may have missed out on the final months of their last year in high school, the focus turns to the future. Many are readying for college, military service, or vocational pursuits, having already become more disciplined in time management to complete school at home on time. Jess said that the excitement could be felt from all of them as well as the crowd. Moving into our news briefs for the morning. Meridian Elementary teachers will see their students one last time, lining up to say goodbye Tuesday, May 26th. Final packets will be handed out in drive through fashion from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Most city offices are closed today in national observance of Memorial Day. Regular hours will resume tomorrow. Goodall Witcher clinics are closed as well, though the emergency room is open. If you're out on the lake, Keep an eye out for fellow swimmers and boaters. Remember, alcohol and water do not mix. The Department of Public Safety will be maintaining an active presence. Good old Witcher Healthcare Services recently announced the telehealth chat function via its website at www.gwhf.org. Click the chat icon entitled Request a Video Visit, then click Connect to our Clinics. Staff will then personally set up the appointment from there. Those utilizing the service will then visit with a doctor from the comfort of their homes. The service is available Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. through the healthcare clinics in both Clifton and Whitney. Visit the website to chat or call 254-675-8621 in Clifton and 254-694-2221 in Whitney to set up a telehealth visit with medical providers. The Bosque Arts Center is accepting works of art for the Bosque Art Classic. The contest is a nationally judged art show and sell that awards over 15000 in cash and prizes annually for outstanding creators. In addition, the BAC adds two pieces from each show each year. 
becoming part of the permanent collection at the museum. The classic is now in its 35th year. The Bosque AgriLife Extension Office is offering information via its overview of the Coronavirus Food Assistance Program to benefit farmers, ranchers, and families across the United States. For the guide in how to apply for federal funding, visit www.afpc.tamu.edu. Bosque Animal Rescue Kennels recently rescheduled its annual rummage sale for Friday and Saturday, July 31st and August 1st. Hours Friday will be from 8 a.m. to 5.30 p.m. and Saturday from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. The sale is held at 403 West 3rd Street in Clifton, better known as the Clifton Civic Center. Donations will be accepted Thursday, July 30th from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. To arrange a different donation drop-off time, call Whitney Smith at 254-675-7712. Clothes or electronics will not be accepted. Bark is also seeking sponsors for its charity golf tournament set for June 13th. Registration will open at 9 with tea time at 10 a.m. Prizes will be awarded after the tourney to be held at the Bosque Valley Golf Club in Meridian. A total of 15 teams will be accepted with pre-registration encouraged by organizers. The four-man scramble will be offered at a cost of $75 per player with a $10 gun raffle to be held in conjunction with the event. Add 10 feet of string for $10, limited to one per person, or mulligan at $5 for two tickets, equal to nine holes. Only nine spots are currently left. Sponsor levels are offered at $100 and $400. The opportunity to sponsor is available until July 1st. For those interested in sponsorship, contact Tony at 254-386-2599. The City of Meridian Public Works Department has announced that workers are available on weekends for response to utility emergencies. For immediate concerns with water or sewer problems, call 254-978-0402 or 254-978-0400. Now, for our final story of the day. In a recent article printed by one of the local newspapers entitled Domestics Hit Hard, the author explores the probability of an increase in local domestic violence cases as a correlation to the current pandemic. Unfortunately, the numbers used to come up with the stated 100% increase in reported domestic violence cases we feel may be inaccurate. Several factors have been left out of the equation, such as population increases for the area, number of convictions, and 911 call numbers. Many incidences go unreported altogether. At best, even the most reputable sources are still only as accurate as the information they are given. When it comes to dealing with data, the key is to remember correlation does not equal causation. In examining crime rates, the scope of a data set or the time span and number of cases covered is equally important. Bosque County contains 24,000 residents. 
Increases of domestic violence reports during this time should not overshadow an issue society has faced for years. Domestic abuse, deaths, and cases of stalking have increased in Texas each year since 2017. Though many have attributed the recent rise to COVID-19, the rising rate may be indicative of a larger problem. We're not here to dissect that problem today, nor do we have the expertise to do so, but we can provide resources to those that are affected and currently in the midst of an abusive situation. There is no excuse for physical abuse or abusers in any circumstance. Someone's past experience or current situation is not a reason to hurt the people around them. We spoke to Dr. Julie Merriman, a local couples therapist and licensed psychologist. She expressed the desire to clarify her statements printed in the newspaper in addition to the topic in general. Thank you all for going back in and trying to make this right. How do you feel it was taken out of context? I, I gave all kinds of um, coping mechanisms, coping skills for, you know, it's tough being, uh, having kids under your feet all the time. And, you know, when you're used to them going to school, you know, your whole schedule been turned upside down. Mm-hmm. And, and that has been tough. Um, that has been tough on folks. I am a victim of domestic violence. Domestic violence is wrong, period. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Hopefully we're going to be able to get out and about more. But the horrible thing about COVID is that some core victim is locked in a house with their abuser and they're going to have a way out. I mean, those are two really, to me, there's two separate things there. There's coping mechanisms for COVID. And then there's thinking about this poor victim who's locked in the house with the abuser. Yes, ma'am. And isn't able to escape daily, if you will, because... I mean, I can remember, I I could at least get out of the house and have some normalcy at work and then go back home and have to deal with what I had to deal with, but I had that little break. These poor people aren't having the break like they're having. So I think they really need to understand the, the domestic shelters and places that are in place for them. They're still there. They can still get there and get help in those places. Pandemics, loss of jobs, and changes in schedules do not cause someone to become abusive. It just gives the abuser more time with their victims and another excuse for their actions. Not everyone will face domestic violence in their lifetime, but for those who will, which is one in three women and one in four men, there is a way out. Unfortunately, statistics also show Victims usually go back to their abuser an average of seven times before finally breaking free. This is an important thing to remember when dealing with people that are living in a cycle of abuse. People who are traumatized need support and guidance. Judgment and blame shifting will most likely put the person right back into the arms of their abuser. One of the first responders that are very un represented or forgotten are your mental health therapists and your domestic violence shelters and those kinds of places in all of what's going on that we are still here. We are still here. I will put my mask on and I go into my clinic to do what I need to do with my clients. I know my students, because I'm also a professor, my students are still helping. Students at domestic shelters locally helping. They are still there and able to help. 
I think it's important that we help our victims understand how to feel empowered, especially during this time, because people are there to help them. It starts with a phone call and asking for help. In the midst of COVID-19, volunteers and paid workers are readily available to help those in abusive situations at home. The Texas Health and Human Services Department lists extensive resources and information on their website on not only how to get help, but also how to get involved and offer help to those in need. They also offer safety tips for those who need to report abuse without furthering the threat of more violence, a situation victims face too often. The HHS reminds the public that a computer can be easily monitored and information is difficult to completely delete. If you think your email, internet, or computer might be compromised, use one that can't be monitored and call the National Domestic Violence Hotline. Their number is 1-800-799-SAFE or 7233. And this is the 24-hour National Domestic Violence Hotline. You can also visit their website at www.thehotline.org. And that's T-H-E hotline.org. 911 is available to those in immediate danger. Remember, correlation does not equal causation. The focus of domestic violence reporting should be the crime and its perpetrator, not the victim. I'm Art DeVitalis. And I'm Cynthia Davis. That's this episode of the Bosque County Blast. Tune in next Friday, May 29th at 8 a.m. sharp for the next rendition. Until then, keep an eye out at bosquecountyblast.com for Jess Hauser's senior graduation parade coverage and photos and on Facebook at Bosque County Blast. Thanks for listening, and we wish you a safe and happy Memorial Day.